the fastest game on two feet, the North Florida Lacrosse Game of the Week on the flagship station of the Jaguars, WJXL AM Jacksonville Beach. Now, the fastest game on two feet. Sticks up, ball down. The Lax 904 Game of the Week on 1010XL. Brought to you by Cantina Louie, Derek Prince Realtor, M. Shack, First Coast Crush Lacrosse, and BSN Sports. Now here's the voice of North Florida Lacrosse, Ray Carnicelli. Greetings and welcome to the Shark Tank in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. It's Boys Varsity Lacrosse. I am Ray Carnicelli, joined in the booth by Christopher Milo for tonight's Boys Lacrosse action. Creekside comes in with a record of six and two. Ponte Vedra, a record of seven and one. Chris, these two teams have a long rivalry. Even though that record for Creekside six and two, they're a little down this year in Ponte Vedra. A one-goal loss to Lake Mary, but they are primed for a long run uh, in the state playoffs. It's a rivalry game, Ray, so throw the records out, throw everything that uh, happened before this game. You know, you never can know what happened in this big-time rivalry. It's been, you know, Creekside won a couple of years ago, Mount of Wilhelm at, at this stadium. They won in overtime. Creekside did, so you never know. Uh, I'm excited to see this game tonight. There's a lot of talent out here for both teams. Let's talk a little bit about some of the guys on Ponte Vedra. Number 30, Maddox Johnson. It's senior night, and the senior who's headed to Denver, he is an elite talent. Yes, amazing shooter when he gets to his spot. Uh, lefty gets his hands free, can shoot anywhere. Top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right. The goalie for Creekside is going to have to be on tonight seeing the ball really well. And number 88 for Pontevedra as well, Luke Lowry, another senior headed to Dartmouth. So a couple of Division One players there. And, and Luke, Luke Lowry is a special talent as well. Yeah, just a, just a menace anywhere on the field when he's playing defense. In the middle of the field, ground balls are unbelievable. He's a first-time ground ball, get up, going to the offensive way. He can play offense, play defense. He's a special talent. On the Creekside uh, side of the field, Number 22, Colin Mayberry, a, a senior. He is a sharpshooter. Creekside's challenge is going to be to get him the ball because probably we'll see uh, you know, that, that Ponte Vedra defense, whether it's uh, Tanner Parlett or Luke Lowry. They've got so many options, the Kemp boys. Parker uh, and Riker Kemp, yes. Yeah, so Mayberry's got his work cut out, cut out for him. Number one, Ian Schultz is a midi up and down the field. Uh, excited to watch him play. And then on the defensive side of the field, Heisey, Dylan Heisey, a junior defender, very athletic, great stick skills. He's going to have his work cut out for him because Ponte Vedra is deep. You've got the Houseman boys. Mm -hmm. You've got the, the freshman Dolan. So th there's going to be a, a, I'm predicting a lot of goals. Uh, yes. The goalies are going to be in uh, their work for it, cut out for them today. Yeah, my biggest thing right now is how's Creekside going to deal with Lad Harper and Redley Bags at the faceoff X. Hopefully they can mitigate some of their success there, and Creekside will hopefully get some um, possessions off of the faceoff. I think that's where Creekside is going to struggle the most tonight. So here we are, uh, early part of the lacrosse season. We've got two classifications in in Florida, large school and small school. Ponte Vedra is the class of North Florida for the larger schools. Bowls for the smaller schools. Both of them expect to at least get to the state final four, if not win it. After that, it's kind of a toss-up. 
whether it would be Nice or Bartram Trail or this Creekside team, Episcopal, St. Augustine. I thought we settled it the other day. Nice? Nice? Is that I, nice? Thought, I, I thought we picked uh, Nice number three, and we'll see where Creek. Uh, this is my first time actually seeing Creekside this season. I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to make it out to the game, so I'm excited to see what they bring to the table. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's PV and Bowles, kind of one and two. Who knows which one is there? And then number three is Nice, and I think Creekside is probably catching their stride. Catching their stride right now, they'll they'll probably sneak up to number four. Well, I, I, you know, we talked to Coach Max Van Arsdale of Bartram Trail. They've had a couple of nice wins. They defeated O'Call, and an O'Call team that defeated Creekside. So, I don't know if you could do that kind of math, but there's a lot of lacrosse left to be played. Uh, the teams are coming out for their referee discussion before the opening faceoff. Elsewhere in lacrosse action tonight, Flagler College versus Mount Olive. So Coach Brian Duncan and the Flagler College Saints in their second season in Division Two have a, a winnable game tonight. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's one of those games that last year, these were the games that Flagler lost by 10, 12 goals, and they've closed the gap this year. But I know that Coach Dunk's going to want to uh, steal this one before they get into conference play. I, I think it's important for Coach Duncan to get this one tonight. Uh, I know it was a tough game against Tampa and, and Florida Tech and some of those other teams, but like you said, to talk about closing the gap each year, getting better and better. Uh, hopefully, Coach Duncan can steal one tonight against uh, Mount Olive before he goes into the Peach Belt Conference. And then tomorrow, Jacksonville University hosts UMass Lowell. Jacksonville University in some of the polls is up as high as 12. Mm -hmm. They're 14 in another poll, and this is in all of Division One. So little old JU uh, playing with the big boys, the team that they defeated, Duke, is number five right now in some of the polls. So it just goes to show where Jacksonville University is. I was up in Charlotte for their game against High Point on Saturday night, and they had a six-goal lead, and High Point went on a run, and Jacksonville held on for a 17-15 win. So tomorrow's game at 4 p.m. at Jacksonville University at Rock Beach yeah, should be an exciting game. So yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to calling that one on ESPN+. Yeah, Plus. Talk, talking about a lot of goals, I expect JU to come out uh, firing on all cylinders and, and just pour on the goals So the, uh, ref the referee has the ball lined up at the faceoff spot, and we are ready to get underway. And this is uh, an area, Chris, where you feel like Pontevedra has, has an advantage? I, I think so. Like I said, I haven't gotten a chance to see Creekside just yet, but I think this is where Pontevedra has their biggest advantages at the faceoff X. And there's the win right off the bat. You mentioned it, and that was Lad Harper. He carries the ball into the offensive end, and as he's done throughout his career, gives Pontevedra an early possession. And I'm not sure if you noticed that, Ray, but Creekside actually started off with a long pole on the faceoff, so it looks like they're just trying to get it to a scrum at the middle of the field and see if they can get uh, Lad Harper or Redley Bags not winning the, the faceoff clean. And, yeah, they want to avoid that fast early offense. So here comes Maddox, Maddox Johnson. Right-handed cradle down the right alley. That's Blows. Got a man open on the crease behind the back shot and a score. So Pontevedra scores early. With the behind-the-back finish, that was number 23, Matthew Greco. Just a great job uh, dodging down that right alley. For some reason, all of Creekside was staring at the Dodger, lost track of Matthew Greco behind them, just snuck in behind on the backside, behind the back goal. Just just a great job by Pontevedra getting everybody focused on the Dodger. I don't, And I think it would look like kind of a dummy dodge, which is when you get everybody on the defense looking to you, to you and it worked perfectly. So Lad Harper back out there after that 
Impressive faceoff win. Does it a little differently this time, but the results are saying there's Corey Blos off of that ground ball, dodging down the right alley, looking, looking, and nice batted uh, down pass by Dylan Heisey. Heisey looking for that ground ball in the corner. That was impressive. The takeaway check and then the ground ball. Now we have a loose ball at midfield, and Ponteveedra is going to come up with it. And they're going to call a timeout early, very early timeout. What do you think the reason behind that is just a couple of minutes into the game? I think Coach Poe was worried about the defender going to the other side of the field and they didn't have the right personnel on. So I think he was worried about the, the defender catching the ball and then going offside. So just call a timeout, settle it down, get your offensive personnel in there. Uh, first half, it doesn't really too, matter too much calling timeouts. You know, it's, it's second half where you really want to make sure you're using your timeouts perfectly. So right off the bat here, 2-0 and for Lad Harper. You mentioned it before the game, an opportunity for uh, Ponavidra to dictate the tempo and keep the ball away from the dangerous players like Schultz and Mayberry. I want to thank our sponsors, the M Shack, Cantina Louie, Derek Prince Realty, and First Coast Crush Lacrosse. Tune in every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to 1010XL. It's the number one rated lacrosse show in all of North Florida for the eighth consecutive year. Oh, that's amazing, Ray. So Ponavidra coming out of that timeout has possession across the midfield line into the offensive end. That's Cannon Hausman working it back around. There's Blos, nice handle. Little hitch to the middle, shot, score! Goal for Corey Blos. Timeout, three passes, and it's a goal. Yeah, I'm sure Coach Poe or Coach Keeler wrote that one up. And just a very easy little hitch move, get over the top, get to the middle of the field into your shooting spot. When you get to the middle of the field, it really opens up the goal a lot more. And uh, just a perfect shot by Corey Blows. So this time Creekside calls a timeout. So we're going to go ahead and take a break with 10.52 remaining in the first quarter. Boys varsity lacrosse, Pontevedra 2, Creekside 0. M-Shack Burgers, Shakes, and More is the newest sponsor of our LAX 904 broadcast. Fusing together the feel of an old-fashioned burger joint with the exceptional quality found in other Madura Brothers culinary concepts, M-Shack has been offering Jacksonville families elevated, fast, casual dining options at an affordable price for over 10 years. Today, M-Shack locations in the St. John's Town Center and the Nocatee Town Center offer guests a menu that includes all-natural, hormone-free beef burgers, all-beef hot dogs, and mouth-watering milkshakes. Friends and families of Lacrosse in North Florida will love the gourmet shakes like the glorious Oreo cheesecake, mouth-watering cookies and cream, mind-blowing pecan pie shakes, and more. In addition to the amazing M-Shack burger, be sure to try a Sunrise Burger, Veggie Burger, or the amazing gluten-free CrossFit Burger. Lacrosse fans, visit mshackburgers.com to see the entire menu or visit an M-Shack in person today. This is the LAX 904 Game of the Week on 1010XL. Back to the action. It's another face-off win. Lad Harper rakes it back to Cannon Houseman. Little stutter step, gets it into the restraining area. Ponavidra changing their personnel from the face-off unit. Oh, and fortunate somebody was coming out of the box and picked up that pass that just went over the midfield line, and Ponavidra wisely stays on side. That was a close call. And there's Mason Hausman. Back across to Blake Powers. Mason Hausman. Sophomore, so talented. 
Dishes it off to Jeremy Hart. Houseman and Hart having a catch. Now here comes Houseman, left-handed cradle. Ditches it back to Hart. Check comes in. Ball is loose. Struggling with the ground balls, but picked up, and it's going to be deflected towards the end line, and it goes out of bounds. So fortunate opportunity for Creekside because they had an open player on the crease and just couldn't handle it. Yeah, a little bit of a forced pass there just kind of off the top of Matthew Greco's stick and went out of bounds. So here comes Creekside on offense for the first time today. Maybe loose ball, and Pontevedra comes up with it in traffic. Luke Lowry, a little bit of a stick fake, winding up, shot and a save. Beautiful save. Ball is loose, still dangerous, and Andrew Warwick comes up with it. And now we've got a whistle. Withholding against... Creekside, ball's going to be awarded to Pontevedra. So withholding is when you kind of trap the ball under your stick and for too long. It's probably like a second, second and a half. The referees will call it. So Pontevedra with a two-goal lead and the ball. Jeremy Hart. Down the right alley come the Sharks. Working it back behind. Very crisp passing here early. There's Hausman trying to get underneath. Gets to the front shot. Deflected. Going to give that save to the goalie. Boy, he did a nice job of getting to the front. Yeah, great great side, uh, great job by the goalie of seeing the ball. I think it might have hit him in the chest, but, hey, a save is a save, right? Great positioning is what we call that in the goaltending trade when it just happens to hit us. There's Hausman once again. He gets underneath. That's Cannon Hausman with the goal. So that, that's twice now we've seen that little hitch move get to the middle of the field. Great bounce shot, low and away uh, on the goalie. There was nothing he could do on that one. Yeah, there's no help coming. You think about comparing lacrosse to basketball. If you beat a man, you expect a, uh, somebody to come over and help. We call it sliding in lacrosse. There was no slide. So once he beat that initial man, there was no defensive help coming. So he got a one-on-one -on -one shot with the goalie. And Cannon Houseman is going to bank that one probably nine out of ten times. Absolutely. So, so far, Lad Harper is perfect at the faceoff spot. Excuse me, does this look like it's Redley Bags? It looks like Redley now. The names may change. We'll see if the results change. They don't. Corey Blows comes up with it. He's running through the defense. There's a shot from distance. Ponovitra's there to back it up. It was just off the mark. So, Ponovitra's going to retain possession. There's Dolan, and throws the ball away. So Pontevedra, a little bit of a sloppy possession there, and Creekside has yet to establish anything on offense yet, and Pontevedra's doing their best to keep them from getting across the midfield line, but here comes the Knights. Heavy pressure, double teamed. He needs to get rid of the ball and find some help from his teammates. Still a double team, and the ball is loose. Got his pocket picked. The ball is loose in front of the Pontevedra bench. A little bit of a scrum for it. Still loose and great ground ball. And here's an odd man rush for Pontevedra. One pass up front to Dolan. Down low, fake shot and a score. Goal by number 23, Matthew Greco on the pass. 
from the freshman, J.P. Dolan, but you got to give the defense that credit. That Absolutely. was a great, we call it riding, like forechecking. Absolutely. Defense did a great job. Maddox Johnson, though, was able to, to pull up that ground ball out, get it down the field over to J.P. Dolan. Matthew Greco just, again, increasing his angle, getting in front of the goal, and was able to get it by the goalie. So Greco gets his second goal of the day and gives Pontevedra a 4 to nothing lead with 7.37 to go in the first quarter. Looks like Redley Bags is back out there after that successful face-off attempt last time. And he comes up with it, picks it up himself. Pressure's coming. That was Joseph Pollock with the takeaway, and here come the Knights temporarily. They can't connect on that clearing pass, and Jack Pelote comes out of his goalie position, picks up the ground ball, makes a long uh, outlet pass attempt. Now it's loose. Unsettled situation. Dangerous for the Sharks. A little bit of a hockey move across the midfield line, and the ground ball is picked up by Hausman. So Ponavidra has the ball. They're playing a fast tempo once they get into the inside, and there's a feed down low just off the mark. Looked like... Lowry with the long pole got open right in front, couldn't couldn't finish. Like I said, he's very dangerous. You'll think he's be subbing, and then all of a sudden he turns around and goes to the crease. Boy, Ponavidra got away with a sloppy substitution at the midfield line. Uh, blows came across the midfield line before his player teammate went over, but the referee let that one go. There's Johnson and Blows having a catch. Blows is going to have a take down the right alley. Pulls up, off to Johnson. Hausman, low angle shot and it's save. Gabriel Loper just stood his ground. Not only saved it, he caught it and makes the outlet pass. So doing his best to try to get the ball back to the Creekside offense. Over to the near side as Creekside attempts to clear. That's Anderson under heavy pressure from Dolan. He loses the ball. It's a 50-50 ground ball. Anderson comes up with it and... Failure to advance, so they have to get it across the midfield line in, in 20 seconds. In 20 seconds, and they failed to do that because Dolan was applying heavy pressure. So it's Ponavidra ball. Here comes Johnson. Don't let him get that left hand free. There's Hausman, Cannon Hausman feeds on the backside. Save. That was a good look, good attempt, but a better save by Gabriel Loper. Boy, Loper's made some nice saves here in the first quarter. And he's going to have to to make sure to try and keep this game close. He's doing a good job of his positioning and seeing the ball really well. Really like that. Uh, Blake Powers coming around that goal line extended. He had a good look. And there's Blos. Tries to jam it into Dolan, but the check came raining down. Two white shirts of Creekside, but the blue shirt of Ponavidra. And Dolan comes up with it. There's Blos. One more pass across. There's a low-angle shot off the post. It's a shot, and who's going to be closest when it goes out of bounds? Blake Powers for Pontevedra. Pontevedra's moving the ball around very well, getting into that backside. For some reason, Creekside's defense is a little slow to rotate. There's Blos. Flag down. Shot save. And out of bounds the ball goes. So that was another nice save by Loper. It was a delayed penalty, so the referees will assess a slash one-minute personal foul. So this dangerous Pontevedra offense is going to have an odd man, extra man advantage. Right now the shots, 12 for Pontevedra, 0 for Creekside. 
Yeah, I don't think Creekside's possession time is over a minute, so that's going to be a tough one that Coach Alford's going to have to figure out. When Defense, you have when you when you have a team like Pontevedra who moves the ball so well and creates offense when they're all even, they're so dangerous when they've got that extra man. There's a feed to the crease, inside move, shot and a score. Dolan got his backside boxing out on the inside. They've made that pass. He spun and got one on one with Loper and finished strong. So really nice. Man up play. You've got six offensive players and five defenders. It's a matter of finding the open guy, and that time it was J.P. Dolan. Yeah, for some reason, Coach Alford, I think, at some point is going to have to call a timeout and uh, talk to his defense. For some reason, the defense on the backside, the offensive players, the Pontevedra players are just always open. We're not sure if everybody's ball watching or they're not rotating correctly. They're going to have to figure that out if they want to try and keep this game within reach. Yeah, between uh, Greco and Dolan, they are doing some nice sneaks around. We call it the backdoor sneaks. In lacrosse, you can carry the ball behind the goal. And uh, Creekside's losing a little bit of uh, attention and track of the blue-shirted Sharks. 4.51 to go in the first quarter. 5 to nothing. Pontevedra on top of Creekside. It's the LAX 904 High School Game of the Week. Ray Carnicelli and Chris Milo bringing you the action. Follow me on Twitter at LAX904 for all of the lacrosse news here in 904 land from high school through our Division I team, Jacksonville, and our Division II team, Flagler College. So many players from this area having great seasons already in the NCAA. And that's a face-off win for Lad Harper. He's trying to create some early offense. Creekside recovers, settles in on defense. A familiar spot for them. Working the ball around. That's Mason Hausman. Over to Dolan. Good switching defense that time by Creekside. Ponavidra maintains the ball. Two more passes, and that's Mason Hausman working it back behind the goal to the X position. Heavy pressure from Creekside, able to pick up the ball. Bounces it back up top. There's Jeremy Hart. Rolls it back around. Hart ends up with the ball once again. Over to Ezring. Back to Hart. So Creekside's playing some good one-on-one -on -one defense, but this is a patient Pontevedra offense. They're going to keep working it till they find that mismatch. And there's a little bit of a double slide. Ball's recovered back to Mason Hausman. Over to Hart. They're putting me to the test with this rapid ball movement, and that time it was Cam Camden Ezring with the finish. Yeah, Cam, Cam did a great job of beating his guy one-on-one, -on -one. and again, getting to the middle of the field, opening up that goal a little bit, and just a great job shooting low and away from the goalie. Chris, this is going to be a long day with me trying to figure out who's catching and throwing all these passes. Pontevedra moves the ball as fast as anybody I've seen in high school lacrosse. They are moving the ball around really well, and I think that's why Creekside is having a little bit of difficulty on the backside just because the, the passes are going around so fast. It's exhausting to yeah. try to play defense that way. Mm -hmm. they, they need a face-off win big time. They've, their offense has to get some possession because uh, here we are with 347 left in the first quarter. They... Creekside has not generated a shot. Shots are 14 to nothing in Pontevedra's favor. And the tempo from Pontevedra, it's it's impressive. And they've got a deep bench. They can do this for the entire game. Yeah. And Lad Harper with the win again. There's Harper. Covered by Joseph Pollock. Back across to Blos. 
Over to Dolan on the backdoor sneak. There's a shot just over the goal. Looked like Vu on that backdoor sneak. Vu over to Dolan. Back up top to Maddox Johnson. Ezring takes a little bit of a hit and throws the ball away. So Creekside makes a defensive stand, but Ponavidra's riding game preventing Creekside from getting the ball across the midfield line. There's a long looping pass right into the stick of Ponavidra. There's Dolan on the two-on-one. Unsettled situation. Nice check. Ball's on the ground. Blos runs over and picks up the ball, takes a stick to the head. Delayed penalty, man open on the crease. Shot, score! Maddox Johnson from Corey Blos during the delayed penalty. And Ponavidra adds their seventh goal of the game. Just a great job by Ponavidra's offense. Corey Blos with that huge ground ball after J.P. Dolan. Uh, beautiful double team on J.P. Dolan to get it uh, the ball on the ground, but... Corey Blos just did right place, right time, picked it up. And again, we see it head up, looking, scanning, trying to find his teammates. Maddox Johnson was just cutting down the middle. Again, Creekside uh, maybe ball watching a little bit. Boy, Maddox he's fun Johnson. to watch him finish when he's on the run. Just that ball was in his stick for a half a second. Mm -hmm. Just perfect placement. There's Hausman, picks up the ground ball off of the faceoff win by Bags. And Hausman, Cannon Hausman. Backdoor sneak, he had Dolan coming around and couldn't connect. So Ian Schultz, the Creekside mid, he's going to bring the ball back in from behind the cage. There's Schultz. Ponavidra's jamming up the midfield line, giving him a about 30 yards of space. Now he steps on the gas, but comes through the double team, breaks the double team across the midfield line, and Creekside... Might be their first possession in the restraining area right there with 2.21 to go in the quarter. So Schultz is one of their top players. He's covered right now by Griffin Owen. Schultz on Owen. Schultz trying to get to that right hand. Rolls back. Owen throwing checks. Puts the ball on the ground and there's a flag down. Chris, slash or hold? I'm going to say hold on that I think one. So I don't too. think he slashed him. He threw a one-handed check, and if you restrict the player from running, they're quick to call a hold. Cross check. cross check. Didn't see that. It looked one-handed to me. I don't know if it's physically impossible to do a cross check with one hand. I'm pretty sure I could do it, but I don't know. I would say that was probably. I would have a said hold. a hold at best, but yeah. Hey, but that's what they called, so that's the penalty. And right? it's an opportunity for Creekside to try to create some offense and at least try to generate their first shot in the six-on-five man advantage for the Knights. Brandon Lee. Covered by Parker Kemp. Back across to Mayberry. <laughs> Up top to Hunter Smith, and they throw the ball away. Uh, they That's over and back. Over and back. Okay, yeah. so they threw the ball away. Creekside had a player in the vicinity, but once that craw ball crosses the midfield line, it's over and back. So it's a violation, change of possession, Sharks ball. Blos. Controls for Ponavidra. Has a catch with Ezring. He 
can hear Poach Co P Coach Poe saying Maddox stay off the crease for now. So they want to keep the defense spread out, keep it open, and at some point wouldn't be surprised if there's some cutting that finds Maddox back on the crease. Well, there's still there's uh, Pontevedra still man down right now, so they're just trying to kill the penalty. I'm sure there's probably yep, and there's the release right there. So the teams are at even strength. There's Ezring. Beats his man. Gets the defense spinning. There's Dolan around the back. Shot. And it's a race to the end line. They're going to give it to the goalie. They do. So that's a win for Gabriel Loper. He was excited. That shot went wide. He was alert enough to jump back there and be closest to it when, when it went out. That was a nice handle by Dolan under duress in front of the goal. But shot went wide. So Creekside with the stop. Loper for Creekside attempting to clear. Heisey, he's just going to ice it down into the other end. And Jack P comes out, has a catch with Parlett. Oh, nice handle by Maddox Johnson. So 20 seconds left in the quarter. Ponavija is going to try to generate some offense. Maddox Johnson tucks, bumps, shot over the goal. Great contact as he was penetrating to the cage and just sailed it a little high. So Ponavidra back in bounds, 12 seconds to go. The freshman Dolan back up top to Blos. Sweep, one more pass, left-handed shot, and a save by Loper. And the ball deflects up towards the midfield line, and that's going to make it the end of the quarter. Wow, what a quarter. 19 shots for Ponavidra, zero shots for Creekside. At the end of one quarter of play, our score is Ponavidra 7, Creekside 0. Hi, I'm Sean Monahan. Monahan Jewelers has pre-owned Rolex watches. For a limited time, Monahan's is celebrating with five-year interest-free financing on all GIA-certified diamonds, fine jewelry, and pre-owned Rolex watches. Buy one-carat diamond studs for as low as $45 a month. Get an $18,000 engagement ring or Rolex watch for $300 a month. Whatever the purchase, get five years interest-free. Monahan's is your local family jeweler, so come and get the best deals on diamonds and pre-owned Rolex watches. Monahan Jewelers in Atlantic Beach. So we bid farewell to Goldie the Goldfish as she journeys to that big pond in the sky. Amen. She's still there, Dad. What? Goldie's still there, Dad. Because Dad didn't have Roland Reese Plumbing clean the drains and sewer lines, this little pet funeral is going to take a long time. All right, we therefore send our Goldie once again to the appropriate place. She's still there. For this and all of your plumbing needs 24 hours a day, call Roland Reese Plumbing at 260-7059 or click plumberinchacks.com. Sometimes what you really want, what you gotta have, is a new ride. Let me ask you, are you ready for a great deal? Do you have your heart set on a new Toyota? Then go to the Ready, Set, Go sales event happening now at Arlington Toyota. Of course, at Arlington, you get Ready, Set, Go deals and so much more, like Arlington's 30-day exchange program. That's 30 days to love your new purchase or exchange it. Plus, every new Toyota comes with Arlington's lifetime warranty. That's unlimited time and unlimited miles. Plus, when it comes to making the most of the Ready, Set, Go sales event, just remember, Arlington Toyota is Jacksonville's family-owned and operated dealer for over 45 years. With a 4.7 out of 5-star rating and over 15,000 Google reviews, now you know why you should buy from Arlington. So if you really want it, just gotta have it, then get on over to the Ready, Set, Go sales event at Arlington Toyota today. Shop in person, 10939 Atlantic Boulevard and online anytime at arlingtontoyota.com. The Lax 904 Game of the Week on 1010XL. 
We are back at the Shark Tank in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. It's boys varsity lacrosse. Ray Carnicelli, Christopher Milo bringing you the action. Ponte Vedra 7, Creekside 0. Time of possession. It's not a stat we keep in lacrosse, but you know it when you see it, and yeah. it's been dominated by Ponte Vedra in part because of the face-off work of the duo Redley Bags and Lad Harper. Okay, that's a that's a win for Creekside temporarily. Ball is on the ground. Who's going to end up with it? In the stat book, that'll say Creekside win, but it's Ponte Vedra ball. That was Dwyer came up with the ground ball. That's Hausman. Two more passes across, oh. and they couldn't connect. Klaseris was there on the backside. And Ponavidra couldn't connect. There's Heisey. Headmans it to Pollock. Nice little face dodge. Racing across the midfield line. Creekside stays on side. There's Pollock. Shot and a save by Jack P. High to high shot with the long pole. Jack P says, yeah, I get some action in goal tonight. Makes the save. Outlet pass to Hausman, and Pontevedra's dangerous. They've got an extra man. There's a shot and a score. Goal by Alexander Klaseris. Just a great job of Pontevedra moving the ball around. As we've said before, they're just moving the ball so fast that Creekside is having trouble rotating. That was a fast break, you know, four on three. Well, great job by uh, Pontevedra and Alex to get in front of the cage and just kind of an easy shot. Yeah, your point is, is well taken. It was a four-on-three break, and Pontevedra's spacing was perfect. A lot of times at the high school level, you'll see teams get out of position and crowd and not use that man advantage and allow a defender to play two men. But Pontevedra was perfectly well spaced, and Placeris just came two yards high of the goal, and there was not much that Loper could do. There's the whistle for the faceoff, and this time it's Harper. Lad Harper for Pontevedra with the faceoff win. Pontevedra is substituting, but they're still looking for some offense. Lowry back over to Klaseris. Behind the goal to Greco, who's got a couple of goals on the day. And there's Jeremy Hart, joined by Ezring. Hart and Ezring playing high, about 30 yards from the cage. Ezring penetrates, gets the defense spinning. Shot from way out, and it's wide. There to back it up is Klosaurus, so is going to maintain possession. Hart over to Ezring. Working it back behind. That was Greco. Back up top, draw, dump, face dodge, shot wide. So Hart did a nice job as the defender came out, face dodging him, just shot it off the mark again. But a lot of touches for the Sharks. They are just pinging that ball around. There's Hausman's shot and a save by Loper. Back to Pontevedra. Getting a lot of rebounds here and extending this, this offensive possession. Skip pass. Switching the point of attack. There's that backdoor sneak shot and a save by Loper again. So Loper's faced 24 shots tonight. And uh, 
I know the scoreboard doesn't really show it, but he's really having a really good game. He he's is. making a lot of really good saves. Garrett Loper's just it's it's tough when your team doesn't have it on the offensive side of the ball. And that shot was right on the doorstep. He turned it away. So Ponavidra still has the ball. 9.23 to go in the first half. Houseman on that backdoor sneak, shot wide. Might have got a piece of that one too. Shot differential is Ponavidra 25, Creekside 1. There's Klesaurus back up top to Hart. Having a catch with Mason Hausman, and they can't connect. So unforced error, and Creekside trying to get that quick restart. And they do. There's Ian Schultz for Creekside into the offensive end. Heavy pressure coming in. That's Riker Kemp, and he puts it on the ground. Schultz comes up with the ground ball. A little bit of space, and Kemp's not giving him an inch, pressing way out towards the midfield line. And finally, Andrew Warwick's there to provide a little bit of relief. When you look at uh, Riker Kemp, how tall do you think he is? Or do you, he's uh, be last I, I was told, he's six foot six. Six foot six. And, and he's a sophomore. Six foot six sophomore with range, reach, skill. Wow. He's not like one of those lumbering six foot six guys. He looks so athletic. It's, it's a little... Uh, Unusual to see somebody who's so athletic. And here's an odd man rush for Ponavidra. Sneaking around the back door. Wide open on the front. Shot and a score. Alexander Klosoris on the back door sneak. Transition goal for Ponavidra. Chris, once again, the spacing was perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I, again, it's it's. I feel bad for Garrett Loper here in goal, but again, just perfect uh, spacing, ball movement from Ponavidra, able to move the ball, just kind of tic-tac-toe, easy goal. Started on the defensive end with persistent pressure. The Creekside faceoff man looks in no hurry to go ahead and line that up. Used to be a time when the referees would say timer on and say, let's get moving, boys. Face-off win for Ponavidra, Lad Harper. Loose ball, but Ponavidra kicks it into the offensive end, which is perfectly legal. That's the goal scorer, Alexander. And now Ponavidra forcing it a little bit, and it's going to go out of bounds. Just an unnecessary force there. They should, Alex Klesoris should have just grabbed the ball, settled down, get your offensive players on the field. You know, that time it was Tanner Parlett, the long pole, racing into the offensive end. And when you have a lead like this, you want to set up and give your defenders an opportunity to maybe play some offense. And he just forced that one a little too hard. But Ponavidra, as they've done all day, earns the ball back off the ground. And this time it's Creekside trying to get it across the midfield line. Heavy pressure. There's a loose ball, and Ponavidra comes up with a loose ball, wheels it back to the goalie, Pelot. Rifles a pass to Corey Blos, the speedy midfielder, trots across the midfield line. Touches it into the offensive restraining area. Back to Maddox Johnson. Ponavidra has numbers right now. That's a late, lazy substitution from Creekside, and fortunate that Ponavidra didn't uh, step on the gas right there because you're right, they did have numbers. There's that little hitch move, penetration, shot and a score. Cannon Hausman 
Second of the day for Hausman. Yep. I think that's the third time we've seen that little hitch move to get the defender moving in the direction that you don't want him that you want him to go and then moving to the top side getting in the middle of the field. He's so fast that yeah. if you don't play that hitch, he'll race right by you. But that little stutter step, it's almost like a, a, a pull up jumper. You mm -hmm. get the guy moving, he gets off balance and then you just rifle the shot when he's on his heels. Yeah, basketball is a it's a jab step, so it's a little jab and then going the other way. 6.45 to go in the half. Ponavidra wins another faceoff. That was Bags. Now the ball is on the ground, initially picked up by Creekside. Ball is loose in front of the goalie, and Loper comes up with it. Now it's loose once again. And this time, Hunter Smith for Creekside trying to get out of trouble. A little bit of a shovel pass. Nice stick work by Heisey. Loper's got four seconds to get out of that crease. He was using every bit of it. Now he launches it, and Heisey's just going to, used to call that the Gilman clear, where you just send it to the other end. It's kind of a surrender clear. And Pelot gets to touch the ball again as the goalie working it up. Low pass. Kemp couldn't handle it, but Parlett's there to pick it up and throws about a 50-yard pass to Dolan. Dolan touches it into the offensive end. 10-0 is our score. Ponavidra on top of Creekside. Dolan runs into the double team. Now pulls it away. Ball is on the ground. Nice ground ball work by Creekside. And they're off to the races. Double teamed. Every time they get it across, there's an instant double team. And see if the interference call against Ponavidra. So they're going to say it was a, a moving pick after Ponavidra came up with the ball. But, Chris, they are just squeezing Creekside into those double team situations, almost like a full court press right there in front of the Creekside bench. And as as soon as Creekside gets to the midfield, they're just pushing them in. Ponavidra's pushing the Creekside players to where they want them to, straight into a double team. And, and the it's other tough. the it's other thing that they're with. doing is they're cutting off the adjacent pass, so there's nobody open to outlet it to unless you want to throw it across the field, and that's dangerous as well. So it's a really great strategy: shut off adjacent and jump into the double team and see if Creekside can react. But because of that interference moving pick call, Creekside earns the ball back. There's Laster. Over to Schultz. To Rausch. Rausch is going to have a run. Mason Hausman on defense. Longest possession of the day so far for Creekside. They've just got one shot in the half so far. There's Hunter Smith. Very slow, methodical offense going on right now, giving their defense a little bit of a rest. Hunter Smith works to the front, slow, low angle shot, and it's going to be backed up by the goalie, Pelot. So ill-advised shot, didn't earn the backup, so Ponavidra takes over. And Ponavidra attempting to clear. Nice little redirection dodge into the offensive end. Looking for that give-go. There's Dolan. Nice little two-man game. Feed one more pass, and that's a save. Loper got a piece of it, but the ball movement from Ponavidra in traffic, very close to being a goal. Loper blocked it. 
Creekside earns the ball back with 3.50 to go in the half. Our score is Pontevedra 10, Creekside 0. Ian Schultz runs into a double team, steps across the midfield line. Good job shielding his stick from Luke Lowry. Working it back to McGill. So right now we've seen a couple of possessions for Creekside. They just haven't been able to generate any good offense. That last time down, a little impatient with that early shot. There's no shot clock. You obviously want to work your way back into this game, but possession is key here with that tired defense. There's Andrew Warwick. There's a shot off the mark. Mayberry's there to back it up for the Creekside Knights. I don't think... Uh, Creekside, I don't think, has noticed, but I think Pontevedra actually has five long poles on the field, Ray. Am I correct in seeing that? One, two, three, four, five. Yep. That's a penalty. I'm surprised that uh, Coach Alfred's not screaming for that one. He doesn't have this nice press box view that we have. Somebody should notice that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they noticed it before too long, but Creekside has the ball. Jaden McGill. Now there's a flag down. See what that one's for. Ian Schultz is out there with the ball. Back over to Joseph Pollock. 2.32 to go in the half. Delayed penalty. So at some point, Pontevedra is going to have, or excuse me, Creekside is going to have a man advantage. This time it's Pollock on offense. We saw him with a long pole earlier. Now he's playing offense. Couldn't get past Lowry. He works it across to McGill, to Pollock. You know, at some point, if you're Creekside, you might just throw it out of bounds and get that extra man opportunity. You're you're down in the game. It, it's great that Pontevedra doesn't have the ball and they're not scoring, but you need to get some offense. A goal is more important than just possession right now. So Creekside setting up that long dodge. It's McGill. Well defended by Mason Hausman. Working it back behind his Creekside. That's Braxton Lee to Mayberry. Back to Ian Schultz. Minute and a half left in the half. Pontevedra 10, Creekside 0. Schultz back to Warwick. Just no room to run. Stifling Pontevedra defense right now. So now they're going to test the one short stick out there. They're going to dodge on that short stick. Early opportunity penetration, left-handed shot, and it goes out of bounds. So now there will be time to assess this penalty right at the one-minute mark. Let's see if we can get some signals from the referees on what this is. It was an illegal procedure. They had five uh, defensive poles oh, on so the they, field. Oh, so they did catch it? Yes, they did. Is that no, a 30-second penalty? A it's a 30-second procedure penalty. Boy, I think it should be more than that. You want to write You want to write to U.S. lacrosse? Yeah, I'm going uh, to petition. <laughs> if you're going to cheat and play with five long poles, it should be a stricter penalty. So extra man opportunity for Creekside. 30-second penalty, a minute to go in the half. Ian Schultz, can Creekside create some offense? They've got four shots to Pontevedra's 28 right now. Setting up in a 3-3, rotating, looking for the long skip pass. That's Ian Schultz. Potavidra recovers. Back over to Mayberry. 
He's going to step in. Double clutches. There's a shot off the side of the net. No goal. Pelot picks it up. Less than 30 seconds to go. Pelot bounces a pass over to the near side, and it goes out of bounds. Kemp couldn't handle it. So Creekside looking for the super fast restart, and the ref tells him to pump the brakes. 20 seconds to go in the half. Back to even strength. Can Creekside create some offense here in short time? That's going to be a push from behind. There it is. So at this point, you want to hold it for the second half and not have a face-off. Mm -hmm. Or wind up and shoot it wide. Okay, they'll still get the ball back. Yeah. Now the coach can tell them to hold it. Now they should hold it. Again, when there's a penalty, you hold the, hold the ball. There's no face-off, which is extremely important right now because I don't know if they've actually – well, they won one but then lost it after they won it. Correct. Uh, so it, it, possession is extremely important for Creekside right now. So I'm sure Coach Alford's uh, barking off commands to his attackers to just hold it for the remaining two seconds of the half. It's senior day here, so – the parents of the seniors are lining up for recognition at halftime. I think Ponteviger's got eight seniors. And there we are. We are at the half. The story of the first half is the shot differential and time of possession. 28 shots, 10 goals for Ponteviger. Six shots, zero goals for Creekside. We are at the half. It's boys varsity lacrosse in the LAX 904 high school game of the week on 1010 XL. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. We asked our team what that means to them. We're with you means we have a partnership. It's a relationship. We're here for the long haul. We have a solution for each and every person that chooses to bank with Ameris. When you're starting your first checking account, starting your own business, buying a home. Personally, commercially, corporately, whatever needs you have, we take great care of our customers. We're with you. We're with you. We're with you. Learn what it means for you at AmerisBank.com slash with you. Equal housing lender member FDIC. So we bid farewell to Goldie the Goldfish as she journeys to that big pond in the sky. Amen. She's still there, Dad. What? Goldie's still there, Dad. Because Dad didn't have Roland Reese Plumbing clean the drains and sewer lines, this little pet funeral is going to take a long time. All right, we therefore send our Goldie once again to the appropriate place. She's still there. For this and all of your plumbing needs 24 hours a day, call Roland Reese Plumbing at 260-7059 or click plumberinchacks.com. Sometimes what you really want, what you gotta have, is a new ride. Let me ask you, are you ready for a great deal? Do you have your heart set on a new Toyota? Then go to the Ready, Set, Go sales event happening now at Arlington Toyota. Of course, at Arlington, you get Ready, Set, Go deals and so much more, like Arlington's 30-day exchange program. That's 30 days to love your new purchase or exchange it. Plus, every new Toyota comes with Arlington's lifetime warranty. That's unlimited time and unlimited miles. Plus, when it comes to making the most of the Ready, Set, Go sales event, just remember, Arlington Toyota is Jacksonville's family-owned and operated dealer for over 45 years. With a 4.7 out of 5-star rating and over 15,000 Google reviews, now you know why you should buy from Arlington. So if you really want it, just got to have it, then get on over to the Ready, Set, Go sales event at Arlington Toyota today. Shop in person, 10939 Atlantic Boulevard and online anytime at arlingtontoyota.com.
I realize the complexities of the human body and its ability to heal itself. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog talking about regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. It's a very well thought out process and they use it in all the professional teams around the world. Regenerative medicine uses healing agents from your own body like your blood or bone marrow highly concentrated and delivered right to the achy joint. By putting it in the spot where it can't normally get to you can facilitate healing. At QC Kinetics they are the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine. Lasting pain relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. People are very happy to have an opportunity to get better without going through the entirety of a medical procedure. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. Learn more about regenerative options that could help you get your life back. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 904-274-5522. That's 904-274-5522. 904-274-5522. Garrett Scantling here, sports fans. I'm still feeling great from the treatment and care I received from Dr. Acevedo and Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, where you're treated like a pro. This is Dr. George Acevedo. Thanks to Garrett Scantling for those nice words. And if you have foot and ankle issues, visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialists today. Relieve pain and get back to life. Southeast Orthopedic Specialists. Now is the perfect time to make sure your home is protected from storms by scheduling a complimentary roof inspection with Universal Roof and Contracting. Protect your biggest investment, your home. Get $500 off a full roof replacement and $250 off roof repairs. This offer expires March 31st and restrictions apply. Universal Roof and Contracting, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CCC 1330-1047-CBC-1258484. Universalroof.com. The fastest game on two feet. The Lax 904 Game of the Week on 1010XL. It's halftime here in Pontevedra where the Sharks lead the Knights of Creekside by a score of 10-0. The story has been possession and shots. Creekside, not a lot of possession and only six shots. Pontevedra with their duo at the faceoff spot of Redley Bags and Lad Harper have dominated, generated... 28 shots and 10 goals. Goal scores in the first half. Matt Greco with a pair. Cannon Hausman with two. Alex Klaseris with two. Corey Blos with a goal. J.P. Dolan with a goal. And Cam Ezring with a goal. So, Chris, we had mentioned that the goalie for Creekside, Loper, despite giving up 10 goals, he's, he's stood pretty tall. He's definitely making some really good saves. All of the saves that he should make and some of the saves that he shouldn't make. He's just doing a really good job of getting in the right position, making sure that he's seeing the ball really well. Again, the score doesn't really show it, but Garrett Loper's just doing a fantastic job. And, and I think one of the other areas where it's really stifling Creekside is in that riding game for Pontevedra. You have so many talented long poles for the Sharks. Not only do they play good coverage, they generate ground balls, they throw checks, cause turnovers, and they can pick up and clear the ball. Yeah, they're being extremely aggressive at the midfield when Creekside is trying to clear. I think they know they have them outmatched a little bit athletically, so they're just going to press out on them and see what Creekside can do. Obviously, it's caused some uh, offensive or some turnovers and offensive uh, possessions for Pontevedra. So in some other lacrosse news from the area, at the end of one quarter of play down in St. Augustine, Flagler College 2, Mount Olive 2. 
And before the game, we had, we had talked a little bit about what an important game this is mentally for the Saints. They're not in the same conference, uh, but it's one of those teams. It's a measuring stick game. How much better has Flagler developed from last year to this year? Last year, they didn't win any out-of-conference games. This year, they've already won one game. Mm -hmm. And this Mount Olive is an established program. And Ponavi, or excuse me, Flagler showed the ability to hang in a quarter. Can they continue and, and hold off Mount Olive? So we'll keep you up to date on that score. Yeah, I think this will be a great uh, stepping stone for Coach Duncan and the Flagler Saints if they can pull this one out. Yeah, they've got another game on Saturday against a very tough St. Leo team. So they've got their work cut out for them. It was an aggressive schedule for a new program and you know steel steel strengthens steel and i mm -hmm. think that's the, the mindset there as i mentioned tomorrow at four o'clock over at jacksonville university it's the ju dolphins ranked number 12 in some of the national polls facing umass lowell jacksonville is three and one on the season with wins over duke marist and high point and a loss to Johns Hopkins, a pretty strong Johns Hopkins team. Jacksonville has two more out-of-conference games. They play UMass Lowell tomorrow, and then quick turnaround, they play St. John's on Saturday. So that's three games in seven days for the Dolphins before they jump into conference play with a trip to Pittsburgh and Robert Morris the following week. It, Chris, that JU team... They play, they've got nine players who've had at least a hack trick in their career. Mm -hmm. They are deep. They play a lot of guys, and they, they're going to need to with the, the schedule that they have. I'm actually surprised you haven't rubbed it in my face yet. Uh, Max Waldbaum is out on the field. I said he was going to come back next week. You were correct saying that he was coming back in the, in the, uh, the last game. I was going to save that for the Sunday radio oh, show, okay. but... Um, I told you so. How, right. How's that for you? And how did he? Well, tell me how he did. How, how did he look? Two, two goals and three assists. I not mean, a five goal, five point performance after being out for the uh, first three games of the season. So I'd say he's pretty healthy and yeah. looking good. He's looking good. We're gonna go ahead and take a break. We'll come back with second half action. The score is Pontevedra ten, Creekside zero. Boys High School lacrosse and the Lax nine hundred four High School game of the week on ten ten XL. So we bid farewell to Goldie the Goldfish as she journeys to that big pond in the sky. Amen. She's still there, Dad. What? Goldie's still there, Dad. Because Dad didn't have Roland Reese Plumbing clean the drains and sewer lines, this little pet funeral is going to take a long time. All right, we therefore send our Goldie once again to the appropriate place. She's still there. For this and all of your plumbing needs 24 hours a day, call Roland Reese Plumbing at 260-7059 or click plumberinchacks.com. Fusing together the feel of an old-fashioned burger joint with the exceptional quality found in other Madura Brothers culinary concepts, M-Shack has been offering Jacksonville families elevated, fast-casual dining options at an affordable price for over 10 years. Today, M-Shack locations in the St. John's Town Center and the Nocatee Town Center offer guests a menu that includes all-natural, hormone-free beef burgers, all-beef hot dogs, signature cocktails, and mouth-watering milkshakes. Want to kick off the new year without any credit card debt? Oh, sure you do. You can do it with Loan Pronto's Express Equity line of credit. Wipe out all those credit cards now. Prosser here. Rates are down, and this is a great move to get on more solid financial footing for the new year. You don't have to do a full home refi. You can tap a portion of the equity you have and enjoy a rate that's a whole lot less than what the banks charge on credit cards. 
With Loan Pronto's Express Equity Credit Line, you can close in 7 to 10 days. You can access up to 95% of your home's equity. Use that money. Pay off high-interest loans of any kind, credit cards, personal loans, car loans, whatever. Consolidate everything into one easy payment. Even if you did a total refi last year, you can tap the equity with this fast, easy program and keep your main loan intact. So call Loan Pronto now, 904-999-1508. That's 904-999-1508. Also go to LoanPronto.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS 1661781, subject to lender approval. Hey, sports fans, Hayes Carline here from MyBookie.ag. Selection Sunday is this week, so get ahead, make your march a little madder with a moneymaker at MyBookie. Getting started is easy. First visit MyBookie online, use promo code 1010XL to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now, and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. Go to MyBookie online, use promo code 1010XL to receive a deposit welcoming bonus up to $1,000. Plus, a free entry into their bracket contest where you can have a chance at winning $150,000 only at my bookie. It's Players Week, which for me is the best week of the year. Don here from Taco Lou. If you're out of the players and getting hungry, you know all you have to do is make your way back to number 12. We're back again serving great tacos and margaritas behind the 12th green. If you aren't going to the tourney but want to feel like you are, then just come to Taco Lou and hang out with us. Golf is always on and the Dos Equis is always cold. Enjoy Players Week with us at Taco Lou or out at Tacos on 12 for tacos, tequila, and golf. Is just a great combination. This is Richard Miller with your Showtime Sports Cards and Collectibles Update. So much of what determines a card's value is wrapped up in the care of the card over time. Card supplies aid in a potentially good card being more valuable in the future. Soft sleeves, top loaders, and keeping your cards in a secure box are steps in the right direction. Showtime Sports Cards and Collectibles Update your collection. You're listening to the LAX 904 Game of the Week on 1010XL. Back at the Shark Tank, the Senior Day festivities are over, but there's a half of lacrosse left to play. The score is Pontevedra 10, Creekside 0, and Boys Varsity Lacrosse. Once again, I want to thank our sponsors, the M Shack, Cantina Louie, Derek Prince Realtor and First Coast Crush Lacrosse. Airstream Ventures and Vita DeLuis presents Hoodoo Gurus live at River City Railway on Friday, April 28th with gates opening at 6 p.m. Tickets are now on sale for this epic band and it will sell out this venue. There are many different options for tickets, so buy them today at 904ticks.com. From What's My Scene to Bittersweet to In the Wild, Their hits have been transcended decades, and you will now get to see them live and in person. Hoodoo Gurus live at River City Railway on April 28th. Buy your tickets now at 904 Ticks and enjoy a great evening of music. The Hoodoo Gurus, Chris, they're from my my era. They're from the 80s. And uh, Australian band, it's a fun party band. So get your tickets, get down to the railway. It'll be a good time. 
I'm interested to see how they are. I've, I don't think I've ever heard the music, but I'm, I'm excited to go to the concert. If you've listened to the radio show, we've been playing them out. Oh, I don't, pay I don't pay attention to the you're already show. You're already running out the yeah, door, I'm already as, out soon, the door. <laughs> as soon as the radio show is almost over. Well, actually, have we finished the poll? Has the poll finished yet, or are we waiting till Sunday to release the... Oh, uh, that's right. I was by myself last <laughs> week, and I issued a poll whether I should go solo and dump you and Jim or retain you guys. I'll, I'll look. We'll, we'll update the, uh, the listeners. Okay. So the teams are back out on the field. There was a possession during a penalty, so there's no face-off to start the second half. So fortunately for Creekside, something they hadn't had a lot in the first half is an offensive possession. But here comes Schultz for Creekside. Back around the Mayberry. There's a shot and a score. No goal. Boy, I thought that went in. Sorry uh, about that. Chris, the whole net shook. That was very close, but it bounced off the crossbar. Wow, that was the best look they've had today. Pelot was frozen. So anxious to call the Creekside goal. The whole sh goal rattle. I saw the net rattling, but Creekside maintains possession. That'll give them a little bit of confidence. The extra man generating some offense. Schultz and Mayberry having a catch. Trying to rotate, get that defense moving. That backside looks open if they can just find Smith. Now there's Schultz. There's a skip pass, but it's batted down. Nice play by Matt Gray. Got a stick in the passing lane. Coaches preach that since uh, kids first pick up their sticks. Clog those passing lanes. Get your stick up. And that's what Matt Gray did. But Creekside maintains possession as the ball went out of bounds. Off the Pontevedra stick. There's Schultz. Back across to Smith. Over to Braxton Lee. Working it all the way back up to Schultz. And he's going to have a run, I think. He's got the short stick matchup. Trying to open up some space. See where that slide from Pontevedra comes from. And try to pass it to the open man. Good recovery by Pontevedra as Braxton Lee controls for Creekside. Setting up the second long dodge. This is Andrew Warwick. Once again on the pole. There's a shot and a save by Jack P. Pelote went down and got that. He's in a little bit of trouble here. I'm not sure he saw Schultz jump him outside of the crease. Long outlet pass. Oh, nice handle by the long pole. There's Dolan. Skips it across to the backside, and it's intercepted. That was Heisey. Great job by Heisey to get his stick in the passing lane like you just said and, and intercepted that pass. Boy, that was a good opportunity for Pontevedra, but Heisey, quick thinking, basically covered two guys. And Maddox Johnson's going to reset the Pontevedra offense. Over to Blos. Back to Johnson. Fakes the step down. Blos gets to the middle, winding up. Splits two defenders, gets quadruple teamed. Somehow it ended up in the stick of J.P. Dolan. Back to Maddox Johnson. Johnson looking and looking, working it around. That was Greco. Everyone gets a touch. There's a shot and a score. Everyone got a touch, but Cannon Hausman got the Hausman hat trick. Third goal of the day, and really nice possession. Creekside played some good defense. They collapsed. They almost put the ball on the ground, but somehow Pontevedra maintained possession. And after probably six or seven passes, Hausman sticks it past the goalie well, looper. And, and that's what it was. It was that quick ball movement to move it to the backside, get the defense rotating a little bit. 
Cannon was just one-on-one -on -one with his guy. Little move, get to open space, shoot and score. So back out there for the faceoff. Redley bags. Wins it forward, picks it up himself, and now he's going to pull it out. And Creekside prevented that odd man rush into the offense, and Pontevedra will slow things down, get the substitutes out there as Corey Blos controls it. Blos attacking that short stick. Gets that defense moving. There's Hausman. One more pass across. There's a shot just off the mark. Little bit of a tester from Johnson. J.P. Dolan trying to get that quick restart. Referees telling to back up. Here comes the freshman Dolan. Bounces it back up top. There's Hausman. Over to Blos. <coughs> Blos with the right-handed sweep. Skip pass. Shot. Just off the mark. Boy, you don't see Maddox miss those too often. He's had a couple good looks. I like this Pontevedra offense where they're dragging the defense from one side and then skipping it back through. Greco. Back to Johnson. Working on the near side this time. Johnson this time. He's going to dodge. There's a shot and a score. They brought him over, got that left-handed shot, went five-hole on Loper, and ball just stayed down, and it's in the back of the net. 12 to nothing is our score. Yeah, so typically Maddox likes to shoot high. I think Loper was expecting a high shot on that one. Maddox dropped his stick down, but kept the shot low, just five-hole on him. So in boys high school lacrosse, if there's a 12-goal margin in the second half, the clock continues to run. So we are in running time. So Chris, if... if Creekside were to score here, would it still be running time? Uh, yes. So That's the new, new rules, rule. yep. uh, I think last year or two years ago, they decided that once it gets to running time, it'll stay in running time. Okay, so we are in running time. That's a face-off win for Pontevedra. That's Dwyer. Back over to Hausman. That's Mason Hausman, younger brother. And Pontevedra throws it away. Looked like a decent enough pass, but... Sometimes with, with these lights and the glare and that little white ball, can lose it. I think J.P. Dolan, a little bit freshman in mistake, took his eyes off the ball before he caught it. Creekside attempting to clear. Long outlet pass. Got to keep that ball moving. They have a man on the near side. That was McGill. Controls for Creekside. That was a nice clear. <coughs> they kept their spacing. Redirected the point of attack. Lee. To Mayberry, withstanding the heavy checks. Mac Gray throwing the lumber. Dishes it off to Braxton Lee. Split back, shot from way out, off the mark. That would have been a two-point shot in the professional league. Goes wide, Creekside maintains possession. As a goalie, I'm sure Jack P. saying, please take those shots from out there. Let me pad my stats a little bit. Working on a shutout. Ball is deflected. Controlled by Creekside. Pollock. Well defended by Mason Hausman. Throws it back to the middle, and Jack Pelote corrals it. Ryan Smith for Pontevedra. Attempting to clear. A little bit of a jitterbug step. 
runs by three Creekside players into the offensive end. Shows a burst of speed. Successful clear for the Sharks. Looking for some early offense. Looked like Ezring was shooting before he caught the ball, so he had to double clutch, corral it, and now Ponovich is going to get some substitutes and work this offense. Shot just off the mark. Matthew Greco trying to get his hat trick. Backed up by the Sharks. This time it's Cam Ezring operating high of the goal. A little bit of a zone defense right now for Creekside. Ducked underneath, shot, score! What a well-placed shot by Mason Hausman. He did that same little step that we've seen his brother do a couple of times. A little bit of a jab step. Defender came lunging by him, sidestepped him, and well-placed just inside the far post. Yeah, so that was a great face dodge by Mason. Was able to get underneath his uh, defender, get a couple of steps into open space. Just pinged it off that far side pipe. Nothing much that the Creekside goalie could do. So Creekside jumped into that zone defense, trying to probably give him a little bit of a rest and give Pontevedra a different look. But when you have that ball movement and skill, uh, it's you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. It's pick your poison with the Sharks. 13 to nothing is our score. This is going to be a violation against Pontevedra, so Creekside is going to take over on offense. Trailing 13 to nothing. Schultz with a little bit of a limp. It looks like he took a check to the leg, but he's going to run it off. Dishes it off to Braxton Lee. Mayberry trying to outrun the defender, but step for step shot over the goal. Look like Brian Case, uh, excuse me, no, that was number 29 on defense, Tate Smith, freshman. Creekside, one of the longer possessions of the day, trying to generate some offense. Down that right alley, shot to the far side, goes wide. Jack P had it tracked. Pelote doing a nice job nursing this shutout with 3.13 to go in quarter number three. Braxton Lee over to Laster. Sophomore Magnus Laster. Right-handed cradle down the right alley. Working it back behind the cage. Braxton Lee. Pontevedra is just so sound on defense, Chris. There's no gaps. It's hard to get uh, Pontevedra out of their rotations. They're doing a great job of making sure that everybody is covered. Here comes Laster, looking, looking, nowhere to go, and throws it away. That was a great job by Brian Case there, the little push on his hip as the Creekside player went to pass it and just made the ball sail out of bounds. So Pontevedra takes over on their end line. There's Jack Pelote, the goalkeeper, with the ball. Long looping pass and overthrows his intended target going towards the sideline. <laughs> Looks like it's going to be out of bounds against Pontevedra. That's a pretty rare failed clear for the Sharks. Might be the first failed clear today. And there's Heisey across the midfield line. Creekside is on sides. So nice clear for Heisey. Back over to Braxton Lee. 
Checks are reining in. That's Dylan Driscoll throwing the checks. Panavidra working a number of play, unfamiliar players in here. Guys getting some playing time. There's Joe Pollock. Nice pass on the backside. Opportunity for Creekside. Draws contact. Backs it out. Creekside with possession. Joe Pollock takes a shot off the mark. 13-0. Approaching one minute remaining in quarter number three. Creekside versus Pontevedra and boys varsity lacrosse. We talk, we debate who's the strongest team in North Florida, and it's about a 50-50. Is it Bowles or is it Pontevedra? The teams do not play this year, and they won't play because they're in different classifications. But uh, it would be a heck of a game, and Pontevedra is showing that they've got it on both ends. There's a shot just off the mark. Best opportunity so far for Creekside. Couldn't finish it. That was Matt Rausch. I think that was the first time that uh, Creekside was able to get the backside uh, player wide open. Just couldn't finish it. 22 seconds in the quarter. Third quarter. 13-0 is our score. Pontevedra on top of Creekside and boys varsity lacrosse. There's Ian Schultz. Quick switch. No room to run. Trying to penetrate under 10 seconds. Carries it back behind. Bounces it up front. Fake the shot, two seconds. Looks like Creekside is just going to hold it to the end of the quarter. Boy, they had a look at the cage and they decided not to not to take the shot. So we are at the end of three quarters of play. Our score is Pontevedra 13, Creekside 0. We're going to go ahead and take a break. It's the LAX 904 High School Game of the Week on 1010XL. I'm Taylor Rose with our Remedy Staffing Westside office off of Normandy Boulevard. We are helping great people find great jobs. Remedy has helped some of the best employers in Jacksonville find talented job seekers like you for over 25 years. Our current job openings range from entry-level distribution center pickers to equipment operators. Apply today at RemedyGoodJobs.com. Don't wait. Apply at RemedyGoodJobs.com now. Matt Hayes here, replacing that aging cooling and heating system is easier than you thought. Get a new system from Fenwick Home Services backed by an incredible up to 10-year worry-free warranty and have it installed as soon as the next day. Plus, put zero down and have zero payments until 2024. Don't wait. Get a new heating and cooling system from Fenwick and save big. Book in seconds at FenwickEZBook.com or call 904-660-0556. Key Buick GMC received 3.9% for up to 60 months with 90 days no payments available on Buick Enclave Envision, Encore, and Encore GX. The Buick Envision, named Best Luxury Compact SUV by Consumer Reports, has 3.9% up to 60 months with $750 Conquest Cash. Remember, no deal with markups whenever you purchase a brand new vehicle from Key Buick GMC comes with the lifetime powertrain warranty. Key Buick GMC, Southside Gate. Duval, have you heard? Bono's Barbecue is serving up the Duval Hot Chicken Sandwich for a limited time. Frank Frangie here. The Duval Hot Chicken Sandwich is so delicious. Fried chicken tenders tossed in buffalo sauce with that Bono's signature homemade ranch dressing and crisp pickles on top. 
But you better head to Bono soon. The Duval Hot Chicken Sandwich is only available now until the end of April. And remember, if you don't see a pit, it ain't legit. Fast feet, fast action. The Lax 904 Game of the Week on 1010XL. Back here at the Shark Tank in Ponte Vedra, it's senior night. And the Pontevedra seniors are celebrating their 13 to nothing lead heading into the fourth quarter. It's been a pretty impressive day all around for Pontevedra. Their defense is stifling, and on the offensive end, you've got two goals for Matt Greco, a hat trick for Cannon Houseman. Brother Mason has a goal. Asa, Alex Claseris has a goal. Maddox Johnson, Cam Ezring, and J.P. Dolan and Corey Bloss each have goals. Can't wait too long on Pontevedra. They just had a good scoring opportunity to start the third quarter. Got a shot off, went wide, but they backed it up. It looked like they originally signaled Pontevedra ball, but yeah, did they that call was it a, a shot? That, they originally called it a shot, but it was a pass. They, okay. they got it right. It was Creekside ball. You're always siding with the refs. Come on, Chris. I like the refs. You're the one. Creekside with a successful clear into the offensive end. That's Matthew Rausch. So we did have a goalie change for Pontevedra. Brett Reed is in there. Creekside has a possession. Down 13-0, trying to create some offense. Hunter Smith looks off Schultz. Works it back around to Mayberry. Over to McGill. Back to Mayberry. <coughs> looks like Pontevedra's not pressing out quite as far. It looks like they're going to make Creekside bring the game to them a little bit. Well, there's the Pontevedra's starting defense is not in, so I don't know how uh, confident they are in their second-string defense and pressing out as much. That's Joe Pollock for Creekside on this extended Knights possession. Trying to work that two-man game off the pick. Slides around, gets to the front. Good goal-scoring opportunity. Shovel shot just goes wide. So... Joe Pollock had a look at the cage, had his back to the cage and just kind of tried to shovel it sideways. Ball went wide, but Creekside maintains possession. That's Pollock over to Mayberry. Looking for Wynn, but he just couldn't handle it, and the ball goes out of bounds. Evan Wynn, ball bounced right around his ankles, couldn't corral it, so it's Pontevedra ball. Quick restart for the Sharks. That's Ryan Ward. Back to Carter Gray. Over to Clisaris. Trying to set up Irwin. Irwin's going to have a run on that shorty. Draws the double team. Tries to dish it off, and the ball is heading towards the sideline. Will it go out or will it stay in? Hustle play for the Sharks. They keep it in. Just trying to get that second defender to come in and make two passes and find something open on the backside. Swift ball movement. That's Ryan Ward. Steps down. Draws the triple team. Quadruple team. Ball is loose. Nice ground ball initially won by Creekside. And they break out of the pack. Into the offensive end comes Creekside. Jaden McGill. Hard fought ground ball. Now he's going to step into one. Shot just off the mark. I will vote that their best opportunity of the day. 
I, I think so. Wide open on the net. It's just the shooting needs to just be a little bit better. I think if they can get a couple more on cage, I think one will fall. Ponavidra working on this shutout. The shot differential is closed a little bit. It's 34 for Ponavidra, 15 for Creekside. 13 to nothing is our score. That's another shot. Goes wide. There to back it up is Creekside. There comes Mayberry sweeping from left to right. Splits it all the way back across. There's McGill. Gets a half a step. Ponavidra's there to close that little window of a dodging alley. Mayberry rolls back to his left hand. He likes the left hand. That's a shot and a score. Mayberry with a little rollback started in his right hand, and I've seen him score left-handed so many times. It's his strong hand. Once he got that to the front of the goal, it was Creekside's first goal of the day. Yeah, great, great one-on-one -on -one effort, rolling, getting into his left hand. Like I said, a little bit better on the shooting, put it on cage, gets into the middle of the field. Just a great job. So Colin Mayberry opens the scoring for Creekside. 13-1 is our score approaching the seven-minute mark. Back lined up for the faceoff. Redley Bags for Creekside. Quinn Fields. Originally picked up by Potavija, so that's a win for Redley Bags, and the Sharks are back on offense. Trying to answer that Creekside score. A little bit of a high stick, and the referee did see it. Chris, once again, I'm going to test you. Hold or uh, illegal body check? It was a stick. To the no, neck. It's, it's a hold. He impeded the offensive player's progress. By the neck. 6.32 to go in the game. Ponavidra with the ball. Delayed penalty. So as soon as this ball goes out of bounds or change of possession, Ponavidra will have a man advantage. Magnano tries to hit the man on the back door sneak, and it goes out of bounds. So Ponavidra's power play unit will come back in. Holding. Like I said, holding. On number 14, Pinto. So it's bad defense on the holding, but good defense getting uh, Carter Magnano to throw the ball out of bounds. So here comes that first unit. Even though Ponavija has been subbing pretty liberally here in the second half, most teams will bring their starting power play unit out just to get those, those reps against a live defense. And there's Maddox Johnson back across to Hausman. There's that backdoor sneak. Dolan was there for a half a second, couldn't reel it in. Now he's fighting for the ground ball to keep this power play alive. Dolan comes up with it, pushing that right goal line extended. Back up top, Hausman to Hausman, back to Johnson. Backdoor sneak, shots just off the mark. That was Blake Powers. Had that lefty right on the goal line, probably about three inches off the post. Cannon Hausman. Back to even strength, so Cannon Hausman's going to back it out. Have a catch with Maddox Johnson. Back to Corey Blose. 4.47 to go. Working that screen. 
Creekside just backs out of it. There's Johnson. One more pass. Dolan, sidearm shot off the mark. Two Sharks there to back it up. I don't like those sidearm shots, Ray. They need to be shooting overhand. Yeah, it's when just you're, a lot more accurate. When you're sweeping around the goal line, those sidearm shots are hard to pull down inside of the post. Yeah, he's a freshman. He'll figure it out. Starting freshman for Pontevedra is pretty impressive. And there's Corey Blos. Ball just rolls off the top of his stick, but Pontevedra is there to knock it back over and maintain possession. There's Maddox Johnson. Left-handed sweep looking on that back door. Very similar shot off the mark for Blake Powers again. Panavijer's there to back it up. Under four minutes to go in the game. Cannon Hausman up near the midfield line. Over to the near side. Johnson's do dodging on the short stick off of a double screen. Bounces it down low. That's Blos. Turns, shoots off the mark again. So Pontevedra is struggling to hit the cage here. Had some really good looks. 3.26 to go in the game. Ray, I think a lot of it has to do with that sidearm shooting. It's, it's not the shooting that we saw in the, in the first half. There's Maddox Johnson to Cannon Hausman. Back to Mason Hausman. Splits back to his right hand. Now he's back to his left. Defender slips. Cannon just off the mark. Mason did a nice job of shaking his defender and getting that defense to spin. And now Panavidra is going to inbounds the ball and go through uh, some substitutes, get that first unit, that man-up unit, who started and played most of the first half off. Mason Hausman stays on. Has a catch with Jeremy Hart. Back across to Ezring. 2.30 to go. Panavidra completes their substitution. Very deliberate on offense now with this 12-goal lead with 2.20 to go. Right-handed cradle by Ezring. Dishes it down low. Ball is loose, and it's picked up by Creekside. Logan Brown. Nice job rolling away from trouble, but that Pontevedra pressure on the ride forces the turnover. It might have been off Pontevedra. It was. Yeah. Boy, that pressure is intense whenever Creekside gets the ball. It's instant. And Creekside attempting the long outlet pass on the clear, and Brett Reed, the goalie for Pontevedra, is going to go there and clean it up. And Pontevedra attempting to get across the midfield line. Nice ground ball by Creekside. Logan Brown into the offensive end. Here comes Joseph Pollock. Trying to get up underneath. Low angle shot off the mark. And Creekside's there to back it up with Braxton Lee. 13-1 is our score. Pontevedra on top of Creekside in boys varsity lacrosse. Be sure to tune in Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to This Week in Lax 904. We'll have a couple of JU games to discuss and review. We'll have Flagler College and all the high school action. And that's a nice takeaway check for Pontevedra. Once again, it's This Week in Lax 904. Sunday's at 10 a.m. Here comes Pontevedra, Cam Ezring. Two more passes, and the ball is loose in front, and it's picked up by 
Number 15 for Creekside. In goal now is Tanner Hendricks. So goalie change, Hendricks in for Creekside. And Ponavidra's just got everything backed up to the midfield line. He's got a man wide open across the field, and he finds Jaden McGill. So nice outlet pass. 22 seconds to go. McGill. See if Creekside can generate one more offensive look here with 15 seconds to go. Rolls back. That's Pollock. He shoots, and that's a save. Brett Reed, the senior goalie on senior night, makes a beautiful save. And... We are at the end of regulation. Will the goal count? They're going to say no. No. The shot went in just as after time expired. So our final score is Pontevedra 13, Creekside 1, dominating performance by Pontevedra. Well, it was the possession, like we said before the game, Lad Harper and Radley Bags at the face-off X, just dominating in that, that first half. Just a well-rounded well game for Pontevedra. Their defense was stout, good goalie play, face-offs, yeah. and they managed to make the shots fall in the first half. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to score goals when you don't have possession of the ball, right? Well, we want to thank our sponsors once again, the M-Shack, Cantina Louie, Derek Prince Realtor, First Coast Crush Lacrosse. Follow me on Twitter at Lax904. Tune in Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to This Week in Lax904. For Chris Milo, I am Ray Carnicelli. Have a good night.